Step into love like you've never been hurt before. Step into trust like you've never been before. Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I am Jillian Landis. And I'm Marie Wallace. And we are your hosts today. Welcome to Braveheart Conversations. I'm Jillian Landis, and I'm here today with my co-host, Marie Wallace. Good morning. And today, we really want to talk about um, the lie that says, the story that says you can't have standards and a relationship, whether that's a romantic relationship or close friends or even a great job. Like, I have had people ask me... Um, do you even believe in, in people working out and relationships working out and, um, and working through problems? Yeah. yeah. And somehow there's this perception that if you believe in having strong boundaries and standards, mm-hmm. that you're somehow saying that you're always going to be alone and that you're choosing to just be alone forever, which I think is really a big story and a it's blocker a huge story. that we tell ourselves. Yeah, so for me, this has been um, this has been a journey because I understand that fear. I understand the fear of saying, you know, we've been in that fear. <laughs> yeah, like like I need to compromise, mm-hmm. you know, and how much is too much? And there's this whole um, dilemma that we have internally, and I and I think it really stems from this fear of being alone, and that um, if we do have such high standards, then um, that's unrealistic. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's really, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and I've also found that a lot of my partners have had high standards. You know, they make demands on me, have made demands mm-hmm. on me, and, and I have been willing, obviously, to follow those. And then to think that someone else, like it's unrealistic to ask those things of someone else. For us to have our own standards. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I find this is some of the feminine shadow. Yeah, that's a great way to describe that. Yeah, have you also had people question the same thing? <laughs> always. Mm-hmm. I've always had people question that if I do this, then I'll never have a, a relationship, whatever that relationship is, whether it's a boyfriend or friends I'll be alone the rest of my life Mm -hmm. and and it gets all the way to the tragic side of I'm gonna die alone and and it's just simply not true Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I think there's this idea that you either choose to be selfish and honor Mm -hmm. yourself and be alone (laughs) or you choose to sell out and you choose to dishonor yourself and you choose to compromise and and those people get to be in relationships and the other side of that is a lot like when I've talked about people think they can't have a relationship like Joe and I have, and they're like, that's that's not a relationship that I can have because guys like Joe don't come around, <laughs> right? They're, and and what I say is, in my world, there's a lot of Joes, mm-hmm. and I think it's because I do have that standard, and I automatically attract those people in my life. And the other part of that is, Um, What am I willing to accept into my circle to have the Joes in my life? And is it something that I have to work? Let's see. I don't want to say work because it's not really 
well, it's intentional. Mm -hmm. It's being intentional every day about what things are okay for me and not in that that changes sometimes, mm -hmm. but your basic standards, what you accept into your circle and what you don't, mm -hmm. are, yeah. I love that you said that because that's a huge blocker for a lot of people is that good men don't exist or mm -hmm. good women don't exist. Um, that's such a lie. And if you tell yourself that, if, if I say... It's true. Yeah. If you believe it. Yeah. If I'm looking for men to be bad and disrespectful and dishonoring, I will and be find be mean that. to me. I'll find that. I will. Over and over. Um, but if I'm if I'm looking for... Well, it's, it's two things. It's looking... For mm -hmm. the good in people, but it's also um, it is having those tight boundaries. When I'm willing to honor myself, mm -hmm. and I'm willing to have standards, and I'm willing to let go of anything and everything and everyone who does not meet those requirements, does mm -hmm. not meet those standards. Not saying that they're bad and wrong, right? But saying this it's is not what I me. require in my space. This is not. It doesn't work for me. When I am willing to do that. Um, then the people that fit those standards show up. I'm, my space is too full if I am accepting all of these people in my mm -hmm. space that are not, um, they're not a good fit for me. Mm -hmm. So then my, my space is just full of people who aren't a good fit for me. And then it's reaffirming that belief that everybody is shitty and like yeah. they just dump on me. And because you're allowing that to happen, so that's the only thing you have space to receive. It's the only thing that you can see. Because I, I think of it like a horse that has these blinders on. If I'm if I'm looking, I, I'm only seeing the qualities of the 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 kind of things that I want in my life. Mm -hmm. If I'm focusing on that, it's really difficult for me to see anything that's any less than what I am wanting. It's an expectation. Mm -hmm. It's anything less, or a standard. I like standard better than expectation because expectation makes it almost sound like there's no wiggle room. But but if I if I have these standards, that's all I can see, and it's it's just a way to discern. Yes, yeah, and actually, so <laughs> funny we talked about possibly talking about boundaries versus control, and I'm yeah, like, oh, there we go, bit. let's go. Um, because I think there is some confusion about what boundaries are, and you know. It's a I tool. Remember, yeah, when I was kind of figuring out what boundaries were, I was really confused by this idea of don't be controlling, but set boundaries. And to me, it was like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you not control and not be in other people's business, but demand what you want? Like, this makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And um, what I realized today is that boundaries are my requirements, and they're the things that educate me. They mm -hmm. inform me. So if... If I have a value that I really don't like the party scene, for example, this mm -hmm. is a really easy one. If I don't like the party scene, and there's somebody who really does like the party scene, and that's their lifestyle, then it just informs me, not that they're a bad person, mm -hmm. not that I need to change them. It informs me that this is maybe not a good fit for right. me. So it's not saying, um, it's not saying that, anything Whatever, about them. it doesn't match my standards is bad and wrong it's saying that that's just not a good fit for mm -hmm. me 
But control, on the other hand, would be saying, I need to make everyone mm -hmm. fit in my space. <laughs> exactly. And so anybody that shows up, I need to make them fit my requirements to be in my space, which is actually super dishonoring because it's manipulative. It's To forceful. you, too. Yeah. It's dishonoring, dishonoring to all to of us. Mm -hmm. So boundaries, when we're referring to boundaries, it's the requirement to be in my space. It's not a judgment of what's good or bad. It's what works for me. It's knowing myself well enough to be clear about what works for me, mm -hmm. knowing what my non-negotiables are for any type of relationship. Mm -hmm. So the non-negotiables or the requirements to be in a romantic relationship may be different than a friendship, may be different than a work relationship, sure. may be different than an employee, may be in different than a family member. Like sure. all of these are so different, but I get to get clear. My responsibility is to get clear about what my standards, what my requirements are to be in relationships and then that informs me of my next decision not their mm -hmm. next decision that's what I like about boundaries it's very discerning it, it makes it easier and that going back again to I think we talked about values a little bit last week that knowing what I I want in my space and what I care about and what I value allows me to be more discerning mm -hmm. because it's easy to make a decision if I go, I don't want to party scenes in my life. Okay, that's a really easy decision for mm -hmm. me. And it just makes your decision so much easier and more authentic too, mm -hmm. where you're honoring yourself and that going back to us honoring ourselves, is a, it's a huge deal. Yeah. And that's honoring to the other person so that they get the kind of relationships they need because I'm probably not a good fit for them. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to look at both sides of that. Yes. Well, and yeah, I'm not a good fit for somebody. If we I know have, that, yeah. If I have a value that, like, I really don't like the party scene. I don't like clubbing. I don't like drugs. I don't like drinking. Yeah, I'm not a good fit for that person because inevitably what will happen is if I force myself to be in their space and I force them to be in mine, then I'm going to inevitably try to change them. And that goes back to your control. That's the difference. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, by honoring my boundaries and what I do and don't desire in my space, I actually honor them best because I can still love them and say, you know, if that's what lights you up and that's what you love, go, go do it. Go for it, yeah. Put it all day long. It doesn't have anything to do with me. But if I put myself in their space and now like it's shitting on me. I'm now mm -hmm. affected by their lifestyle because I'm choosing to make myself be in their space. That does become really dishonoring to both of us. Well, and you're both unhappy in that relationship too. Yeah, definitely. Cause you're, you might be drug around moping about having to go. So if you ever find yourself having, that's what you're in trouble with. You're feeling like you're having to go because then that's that's a good indicator that yeah that the obligation not, the obligation well and also well, then you're both not happy they're dragging you around and they're not having fun I'm pretty sure if I don't like the party scene I'm not going to be very much no fun. well and the funny thing is too like I've been in relationships or seen many relationships where it's like that's the lifestyle they like. And then what I end up doing is they must not love me. Oh, yeah, because they don't want to do what <laughs> I want to do. They're choosing that instead of me. And it's like, no, they, they were already it's into that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just who they are. So you get to just be honest. And this is where it really comes down to just being honest, pulling your head out of that denial that can really feel like a safe spot. And being honest and authentic about who that person is, really, truly accepting them mm -hmm. instead of trying to force them into being what you want them to be. Mm -hmm. So um, that's where the honor comes in. 
is accepting people where they're at for who they are instead of really kind of putting them in a box or trying to force them into a box. And I love that quote, um, when people show you their true colors, mm -hmm. believe them. Believe them. Yeah, because if I want to see something in someone so badly that I really am perceiving them as different than who they are, that's pretty disrespectful. Very disrespectful. The other part I want to say is it's not an automatic non-negotiable because it, it is possible that someone has a value that's different from mine and I can honor them and me at the same time. It doesn't So you need to look at where that fits the on your scale from you know how much time you have how much space you have for that person and is this value they have that's honoring to them doesn't mean that it's auto, they're automatically out of my space mm -hmm. it just means do I have time in my space for this to allow them to go do the things they love and want to do which is very important for any relationship mm -hmm. and still honor my space I think there's a difference between conflicting values yeah. and preferences that we True. get to talk about. So like somebody can like basketball. Sure. And like that's not going to be a, oh my God, you like basketball so I can't be in a relationship with you. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> go play basketball. I just don't want to play basketball with you. Yeah. Um, but if it is like a clash of values, like let's say, yeah, substance abuse would be one. Um, different social activities that maybe you see as um, something that, that you don't want to have space for in your life. Monogamous relationships versus open relationships. Like, these are big things. Could be religion. Like, there are some value clashes that are... Yeah. They're non-negotiables. Non you need to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. And then there's other preferences. Like, you know, I like to go to conferences. Maybe they hate going to conferences. <laughs> like... Who cares? Okay, yeah. like, you just do it separately, you know what that I mean? That was a good clarification, the non-negotiables versus just an activity, or preference. Preferences, so. yeah. Like, we get to be different people. We have different opinions. We have different preferences. That's always going to show well, up Well, that's what makes things more fun. Yeah, yeah, we're different people. I would say there's a big problem if we're so enmeshed that we have to like everything the same. Like, I've seen that. Or that everyone too. is going to meet my needs, or, yeah, or I'll meet that person's every need to because that's a, something that happens quite a bit it is in relationships yeah. if he loves me <laughs> yeah yeah so there's definitely space for all of those differences um but we we do get to be clear that when there's a big value clash we get to just release that person it's about being honest about who they are being honest about who we are and saying this just isn't a good fit it's no judgment about me needing to change or no judgment about you needing to change. It's just not a good fit and honoring that. But I see a lot of people in relationships trying to ram a round peg or a square hole, trying to force people to fit that don't fit because their values don't fit. And as much as, you know, um, I can use the the monogamous thing. If if that's my value and I just try to make myself be okay with open relationships because that's what my partner wants, I'm going to be resentful and unhappy. I can't All, just change that about myself. Um, I can't just change uh, substance abuse or like some of these big issues. If somebody's really religious, like those are big things that we can't just force ourselves to change. Those are things That's that... That's a core value. Yeah, either I'm I'm forcing them to compromise or I'm forcing me to compromise. It doesn't work. So 
um, going back to this lie that we have to compromise and basically sell out if we want to be in a relationship, um, I think we get to explore the idea, A, that maybe we've told ourselves a story, because there's a lot of people that have told themselves this story, but we've never actually, we've never tested it to see if that's true because you actually have to let go of all of these people your fears too you have to, to let go of your fears to see if it's true mm -hmm. and the thing is like take from, a risk yeah from my experience when i have watched people get brave enough to let people go and to completely revamp their life and let go of anything that doesn't honor them space magically happens yeah and they do find people that um love and appreciate them and honor them um, and that are much better matches mm -hmm. as far as values go. They're still different people with different feelings and opinions and preferences, but their values match. Think of it as decluttering your house. So you get rid of all these things that don't serve you anymore. There's some clutter in the corner or there's a couch that you don't like anymore. Or mm -hmm. the, when you move all of that out, there's so much spaciousness spaciousness to enjoy something new and different or um, more serving. So maybe now I want the colors in my house to be purple, which Joe would just hate. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't go purple. <laughs> I did, yeah, in the other room. Actually, I got one room. <laughs> um, because now that color serves me or now that person serves this season and phase of my life because so it could be a season of people it could just be um i i just have to remove and not to call people clutter so please please understand my heart there things that don't it's just fit. using a metaphor of it doesn't serve in this in this instance anymore mm -hmm. but i have to make room if i'm still trying to hold on to this relationship and this relationship and this relationships because i'm so afraid and worried well First of all, I'm going to be spending all my time in worry. And second of all, I have no room for expansion or growth or those relationships that really bring bring me the joy that I've been seeking. Yeah. Letting go is an absolutely essential piece of getting what you want, of having the life that you want. Um, I, I think letting go is important and then having giving yourself permission to have what you want because a lot of us feel guilty about having what we want and actually asking for it and, and mm -hmm. demanding it. That's that's really tough, especially in the, the feminine energy. That shadow side of the feminine energy is so afraid of being inconvenient. It's so or afraid selfish. of being selfish. We feel we're selfish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting what you want. It actually puts you in an energetic space where you're able to give so much more. When you're in alignment, when you are um, super in love with the life that you have, mm -hmm. and... Well, that just radiates to every bit of your space mm -hmm. and ripples out all the way into the world. So who wasn't? Who wouldn't want more of that? Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, when you do step out of all of that compromise, even when you are alone for mm -hmm. a time, because there's always that space when we let go of something, you know, if I get rid of the couch, there's an empty space there sure. for a bit, and we're waiting for a couch to show up or something to show up mm -hmm. in that space. But when I let go of all of that compromise and I'm in that space, 
that is the time where I get to be in alignment. I get to be super tapped in and tuned into life, and giving trust. myself what I want. Mm -hmm. And that is the vibration that will attract the next person that we want. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we're blocking. Lots of trust in that too. Yeah, there is massive trust in letting go and trusting that the next right thing is going to show up, the next right person or the next right couch or the next right job <laughs> or whatever the thing is that we're letting go of there's massive trust in that letting go process and trusting that um what my intuition is going to lead me to next is mm. going to be perfect for me um that's just living a life of being guided by spirit mm -hmm. and it's not just physically blocking you when you hold on to a partner or a friend or a job or whatever mm -hmm. the thing is that isn't in alignment with you. It's not just physically blocking the space that would be available for the person that you really want, mm -hmm. but it's energetically blocking that space mm -hmm. because you are now in this space where you're giving so much energy of force, you know, trying that person, mm -hmm. trying to get that person to be in a match for Controlling. you. Controlling. <laughs> trying to get yourself to be a match for them. Um, there's all of this like efforting that's happening mm -hmm. that is draining you and, and it's bringing you down. There's no room down. for growth, expansion. It's keeping you at this vibration that's not serving you and it's not freeing your energy up to be the person that you're meant to be mm -hmm. that's going to attract the people, mm -hmm. all the people, not just a romantic relationship, but all the people that you mm -hmm. want in your life, you're, you're blocking that energy um, because you're in this space of effort and force. So when you release that, you have all this more energy. You have this energy, energy to put into yourself, into your calling, into your purpose. And when we are aligned, we become magnets. Mm -hmm. We become absolute magnets. Now the thing is... If we don't protect our space and we don't have good boundaries, we will attract other people who suck. Who just out. fill in the space. So we'll pick up that couch off the street. Exactly. Exactly. Space. There's an empty space. Now there's a free one that I see sitting at the dumpster. You know? Let's put that there. Yes. Just because it shows up doesn't mean it's for you. I like that line. And uh, yeah, so. Having these boundaries, protecting our space, having these standards, no, it doesn't mean that we are are saying we're going to be alone never forever. have a relationship again. No, mm -hmm. it's the very thing that will hold that sacred space for the next thing that you've been wanting your whole life, you know? Um, so when people ask me, do I believe in in relationships working out, it's like, hell yeah, I do. That's like, that is... If I didn't, That's I would tell That's what drives you. us. That's what drives us is because we know that the next relationship is coming. Yeah. It's a driving thing for us. We we know that, understand that. Yeah, and if I didn't believe that was possible, then yeah, I'd say, yeah, go ahead and stay in that soul-sucking relationship. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> but it's because I do believe it's possible. Mm -hmm. Not only possible, but like you make it probable. Um, like it's going to happen. You're calling that to you. If you step into that space of belief mm -hmm. that this partner is coming to me and I won't accept anything less because I know they're coming, then like how much more of a reality is that than if you're That's staying so in this perfectly aligned. It's perfectly in line and perfectly intentional. And then you just get to be patient. 
Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that we we want to fill that space so badly that we're not willing to wait for that perfect the perfect couch. Yeah, just, you know. Yeah, I mean the the perfect couch is there. Sometimes you know we do get to have some openness mm-hmm. because I do get to discover. Sometimes you know this this life is about discovering what I like, what I enjoy, because I don't I don't know it all. Mm-hmm. I don't know everything about me right now. I don't know what I enjoy or don't enjoy. Sometimes until I have it, and then yeah. I allow that to educate me. And then again, being willing to have that honesty, you know, when that maroon couch shows up, <laughs> you know, and you go, hmm, I thought I was really going to like that, but yeah. it's not really something I enjoy. And then being willing to be honest about that and to say, you know, I think I'm going to go ahead and let go of the maroon maroon couch now and open that space up again. Um, and, and this can be the same in relationships too. You might invite someone in. And you might say, man, I didn't realize I really don't like this or that value. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe, maybe you have that honest discussion with them and they say, well, it's really not a big thing for me. And that's an easy fix. Mm -hmm. Or it might be something that is non-negotiable for them. And so if we govern our relationships in a way that we're honest, always willing to be honest and taking that risk because it's super vulnerable but that mm-hmm. risk of saying you may or may not be the right fit for me and I'm constantly open to that information and that education um, instead of you have to be the right person for me and I'm <laughs> going to make that work no matter yeah. what happens which is the space that a lot of us find ourselves in super icky and dishonorable and not happy mm not happy at all. And I think this is a space where we get to talk about what's the purpose of a relationship. Yeah. Like the purpose of a relationship is two people. We're, we all come here with a calling. We all come here with a purpose. We are our own beings. And a relationship is a union of two forces helping each other, mm-hmm. right? They make each other more powerful in their gifts, mm-hmm. more powerful in their purpose. And what I often see is the relationship becomes the purpose and becomes the focus. Mm-hmm. And if it becomes internal okay. like that, people start to get turned off. Like their own purpose here gets turned off and they're so obsessed with the relationship that the whole relationship purpose now dissolves. Mm-hmm. So it's like that whole line from that movie you complete me oh my gosh it so pisses me off because that person should compliment us and bring out the best of us we're bringing both of our resources which is similar to what you were saying we're bringing all these new resources for me to try out and play with too just so that's that's gifting me with something and if i'm becoming an enmeshed in forcing and controlling I don't get to enjoy those new yeah. new things to discover play be curious about and 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 the curiosity also comes in why is this relationship in my life mm-hmm. why do I have this what does it bring and what does it offer what do I have to offer them what do they have to offer me and that just becomes um, I don't know it becomes a beautiful curiosity let's be curious about those relationships and because when we're enmeshed it just becomes unhappy again like 
mm-hmm. like we were talking about. Yeah, when the priority is the relationship, there's this weird, twisted energy that happens. Um, instead of the focus being on this relationship is supporting and enhancing these two individuals. Helping me grow. and yeah. Instead of the two individuals enhancing the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes like a, a black hole. <laughs> it's just like sucking everything in and collapsing the per- the, each person. And I've seen a lot of soulless people like losing their identities to this relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to do the opposite. You know, our identities are supposed to be enhanced and mm-hmm. upheld. And um, it's funny because I think of that you complete me thing as almost like a both and. Like we're two whole people mm-hmm. coming into this relationship. We're still whole people, two whole people. And then we complete a relationship. Yeah, I like that one. I like that way better. But it's like... <laughs> But we don't lose our separateness. We don't lose who we are. We don't lose our wholeness as people, as individuals. And I see that as a really common um, slippery slope in relationships as we lose our identity as individuals and our wholeness. And we start to become threatened by each other's wholeness. And then it's like, oh, no, like if... If you're a whole person, like, you're not respecting the relationship. Well, mm-hmm. no, actually, the relationship is meant to respect these whole beings. Like, the, the whole mm-hmm. purpose of this relationship is to create this beautiful space Expand for these people to be yeah. safe, to be vulnerable with each other, and to That's where grow. intimacy comes from. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's a both and. You're coming to the table whole, and then you're creating a whole relationship. Um I think a really great indicator people have asked, you know, how do I know if a relationship is toxic? And I think a great indicator is if the relationship is taking more energy from you, like distracting (laughs) you from your purpose on this planet, then the relationship has lost its focus. Mm -hmm. The relationship is meant to enhance both of you in your purpose on this planet and your calling. It's supposed to make you more powerful, more strong, Mm -hmm. fuel you, yes. And so if you're experiencing the opposite and that relationship is draining you and is taking more energy and is distracting you, then you really get to take a hard look at, you know, do do we need to go get some help to mm-hmm. get back on track and to, to clean up some of these things that have become drains? Or is this relationship really just not a fit? Yeah. Maybe it was a season mm-hmm. instead of a lifelong partnership, which there's nothing wrong with seasons. Um, They're just as beneficial. Yeah, but we get to be honest. We get to come to the table and be willing to look at everything candidly. Even if the answer is unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just makes room. It makes room for something more pleasant. And that's why this is called Braveheart Conversations, right? <laughs> we have takes, to have these, yes. So it takes so much courage and bravery to come to the table of any relationship and, and really be honest. And look at it with a very, mm-hmm. yeah, very clear eye. Yep. All right, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully you all see, like, get rid of the stories. Like, if you think that you having standards means that you have to give up having a great relationship, that is absolutely not the case. Just a story. It is just a story. Um, Hanging on to a relationship that isn't working is blocking you from having the greatest relationship that you dream of. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it is possible, but it does require you to be honest and to let go of anything that's not in alignment. Not saying that your relationship is, because maybe it's not. Maybe it just needs some tweaks. Maybe it's functioning great. Um, so there is absolutely space for that. Yeah. So Good conversation. Yeah. Thank you for joining us in this conversation. And um, we are here every Thursday. Um, we would love to hear any of your questions and comments. If you have anything to share about this particular comment or this conversation, or if you would like to ask your own questions, you have some of your own dilemmas, challenges, even successes. We'd love to we hear love those. All. We yeah, love those. Yeah, we want to hear your stories. So if you want to contact us, you can reach me at defytheaverage at gmail.com. And marie at mariesgold.com. And with that, we will wrap up and we will talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Step into love like you've never been hurt before. Step into trust like you've never been burned before. Would you just open your